Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. Turmeric and Tequila. We have um, another longtime friend in the house today, Karen Rylander. Uh, we are going to talk about all things clean beauty and probably a million other things because that's what we do. Um, but without further ado, as I always say, Karen, welcome. Um, well, cheers. It's early in the morning, so we're cheersing water and coffee. Water and coffee. I know. I should have finished my coffee right cheers. now so we keep up. Um, Cheers. Welcome, Karen. Why don't we... So we know each other through fitness. So fitness wellness has always been uh, a major piece of both of our worlds. And um, I'm going to obviously let her tell her about her full background, but she's gotten into wealth, nutrition, and now beauty. So let's hear how it all collides. Well, thank you for having me. It's so good to see you. Yes, I know. And it's been way too long. So you guys are going to get like the catch-up version. We caught up a little bit before, but it's going to happen. So you're welcome. Yeah, Kaya, thanks for having me. I love, love, love talking to you. So, um, And I'm honored to be on your podcast. I've been listening. Yes. Some really, really awesome guests. So I'm honored to be a part of it. Yeah, dude, deservingly so. I mean, we're talking about this. We have so many incredible humans through our fitness situation that it's been amazing to even kind of unpack some of the stories that we already knew, but then revisit them. I know. Um, on the cast. So, yes, it's more than fitting that you're here right now. Yes. Well, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so, I guess my background a little yeah, give bit. Give us, well, yeah, give us even from like, because you do have deep in like nutrition and everything else in the mm-hmm. cooking biz, like, give it all to yeah. us. Yeah. Um, so, going way back, so I grew up in Houston, in Texas. Home of Beyonce. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, loved growing up there. I had a really great childhood playing soccer and field hockey. And oh, I didn't know you played. They had a field hockey game. Well, yeah, I, I went to a private. Oh, school. okay, that's why I spread out lacrosse <laughs> out here once I get back. But anyways, yes. yeah. Okay. So actually, I love field hockey. It's a great sport. Yeah. Um, and graduated, went to school here in Colorado. See you. See you, Boulder. Yeah, that's what I thought. Didn't study at all. Um, pretty much just <laughs> number one party school. <laughs> had another friend on here that went there. Yeah. Um. So when I was a kid, we used to always drive out to Colorado for vacation load up the station wagon and drive out here. So Colorado's always been, like, my vacation spot. So when I went to school out here, I was like, this is amazing. My my parents weren't too jazzed about me going to school out here, but when we came to visit um, CU Boulder, the campus. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. And so I was lucky enough to go there and graduated. Um, I'm glad I graduated. Did not study (laughs) at all. Um, Nutrition passion didn't start there. Oh, no. That was a lot. Talking about drinking, that was a lot of drinking. Yes, my girl. (laughs) Yeah, I graduated with a a BA in anthropology. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So I always had a love of, you know, humans and studying. Um, I really like the cultural anthropology. Yeah. Studying different cultures and basically how humans evolved and what that means. And I thought I was going to be like, go museum studies, but ended huh. up, I don't know, random, but, um, well, that is kind of what you do now, actually, like, it is actually fitting, it's funny, that's, I, I switched to calm to fit, to accommodate com- communication, to accommodate my lacrosse schedule, and then fast forward, I want to say five years, but 15, 20 years, uh, it's right on point, <laughs> so I think that actually worked out nicely for you. <laughs> I know, you just never know 
what's going to happen, how it all kind of circles back. Yeah. yeah. So when I got into like the paleo diet, I was like, oh, I do have a background yeah. in anthropology. It all kind of yes. came together. Um, but yeah, fast forward of, you know, after college, I had no idea what I was doing. And so um, all of us ended up finding CrossFit. When was this? This was 2008 or nine. Okay. That's because that's when we started. Yeah. Yeah. And um, got interested was introduced to the paleo diet through CrossFit and adopted that way of eating. So, I'm, you know, but, you know, focusing on meat and vegetables primarily, getting rid of grains and dairy. And I found really um, great health benefits. Yeah. So I was sleeping better. My skin was better. And so I decided to go back to school to sort of learn more. So went to Bowman College. Oh, that's right. I did. I, okay, this is where I think I do actually know, but I'm – listening as always yeah so that's a certification so I'm a certified nutrition consultant all of that's a little bit confusing I know like what's a nutritionist but I it's like a 15 month program that I went through yeah and started my own business called go primal by Karen which is based on this idea that we all have our own innate health and it really just gets covered up by all these modern toxins so our bodies know what to do. It's yeah. just been like bombarded with all of these processed foods and environmental toxins. Mm-hmm. So um, I really like helping people uncover what's already there. Yeah. And that's with getting rid of foods there, you know, they're food-like substances really. Right. And now that's sort of expanded into um, beauty care products, personal care products, um, the water you're drinking, you know, the deodorant you're using, the the nail polish you're using, all these things add up to this, what we call in the nutrition biz, like the, your toxic load. Yeah. So really helping people get rid of all those toxins where you can because there's so many places where you can't, you know, they're, the air outside, you can't really do much about yeah. that. Things you straight up can't control. What about, um, so I wanted to go back to uh, – Initially graduating college, getting into CrossFit, um, you were cooking, you were like a private chef for a while, right? I was. I did okay. go to culinary school. <laughs> okay. See, don't don't leave any of these ethos out of it. And the reason I bring up these really is because your entrepreneurial spirit is always there. And this is one of the things I love about Karen is she's always kind of like, I think you're always good about being on the trendsetting tip of what's next, particularly in health and wellness. Um, and it's been great to see it transition from like, fitness like training then to fueling then to like skincare like it's all this natural progression of okay we're taking care of one piece so now we gotta take care of another and another and it's like this overall awareness of like living a better way um that sounded wildly cliche but it's so true <laughs> and you've kind of stayed on the point of all these things even from like essential oils and um a lot of my initial conversations and questioning these things have come from you um and that exposure from being like again entry point fitness and then you insert um, all these other angles and you start questioning nutrition and then you start questioning all these things. So I don't know. I just love that. And then if you can go to one human that has a little bit of background in all of it, um, that's amazing because the more you get into it, you're like, holy shit, there's so much to know about all of it. And CrossFit's intimidating enough. Nutrition's intimidating enough. Now we got skincare and like house cleaning products. And I mean, there's so much. Um, so Karen is just naturally this wealth of knowledge that you can go and, like, I'll call her and be like, you know, can can I use this skin lotion? Is this bad? Should I be eating this? And I don't know how many times we've sat down over, like, 10 years being like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I'm tired. Stop training, whatever. Um, so I don't want to interrupt the flow. But 
give us the details on all, because I want everyone to fully hear like your full entrepreneurial journey of what's going on. Well, a journey. I don't know about that. It's more like things I wanted to do. So I did go to culinary school. We got animals everywhere. My dog is here, Ginger. He's a whiner playing with, yeah, Colette. So I actually went to a friend's wedding in France. Uh, My friend Lisa got married out there. And um, I was just overwhelmed with the food market there, like how wonderful it was and just their whole – attitude towards food and decided to go to culinary school cook street here in denver was a great program and after i graduated from that i don't know if you know this i would worked at this little tiny restaurant and actually bought into it no it was a terrible decision ah well we learned most again my type a fitness humans we learn the hard way okay i had no idea what i was doing i i just graduated culinary school and i was like it was a little hole in the wall but i was like the cook, the chef, I didn't know what I was doing. That was a a terrible, terrible idea. Really? But I learned a lot. Okay. Yeah. And then from there, actually, that's when I found CrossFit. And I actually started, like, a meal delivery service. So that I remember. Yeah. I love that I have friends of, like, 10 years on here, and I'm still learning <laughs> stuff about you guys. But perfect. <laughs> well, I'm old, so I have a lot of history. And... Worked for like um, like personal clients, like went to their house and yeah. So I remember this was a little bit at Front Range, right? Yeah, it was when yeah. I was at Front Range. Yeah. So that's this idea of I found CrossFit, but that sparked a lot of um, interest in nutrition and mm-hmm. cooking and all of that. And I was I really was trying to figure out what to do with myself, and I I try one thing and then I'm like that's oh, not quite right, so I yeah. just kind of keep going. Um, and then ended up just doing nutrition consulting. Got you know, stopped doing cooking. It's it's a it's hard pretty cumbersome, yeah. isn't it? Like, I've known a few private chefs, and it's like you either live with like a professional athlete mm-hmm. and cook twenty four seven, which also gets old. I've heard, um, or you're cooking all the time. And if you don't have like a commercial kitchen, I've heard that's really hard. I don't know. I think I just think there's a lot that goes with it. There's a lot that goes with it, and I just wasn't willing to put the work in. Yeah. Really, you have to love it, and you have to put in all the hours. And it just, it wasn't quite right for me. So I ended up just doing nutrition consulting. So I've been doing that the past nine years now. And then um, actually met my husband, now husband, on Tinder. Hey, go girl. Okay. Did you do the four things? Like LinkedIn, Tinder, whatever? What's that? What do you mean? On Instagram? It's it's the social media comparison. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I got to do that still. (laughs) I'm late to the game, but okay. Yeah, so my super romantic story is that I met my husband on Tinder. Swipe right. Wait, is right the right way? Right is yes. I've actually never been on Tinder. I can't remember now. Okay. But I saw a picture of him adjusting somebody, so he's a chiropractor. Yeah. And I was like, well, at least we'll have something to, you know, health and wellness to talk about. And met him, and it was like... I don't know. It was like a movie. It was like, Aww, he's the one for me. I love you. They, they actually are really cute. And you guys are similar souls, ironically enough. Like, we are. We grew up very differently, but inside we are like the same person almost. Yeah. So Two sweethearts. <laughs> so now we work together. So um, Chris is a chiropractor and we have our practice here in Denver together. And what a perfect yin and yang. Like... One's a physical, and it's like, okay, when you're also eating like shit while you're getting adjusted, come see me afterwards, and we'll talk about this. Yeah, so we really believe in this comprehensive approach to health and wellness, but we were just talking about, you know, you could be eating the right foods, you could be exercising, but 
you know, maybe you're not feeling your best. So there's all these other aspects of your life that could be causing issues. Again, this idea of this toxic, stressful load on your body. Well, and okay, so now we're graduated. We started food business, bought into a restaurant, started CrossFit. Um, were you so you did private chefing? Were you doing like you were actually making the meals and delivering them, right? I was. Okay, I thought yeah. I was remembering that. Um, at what point did um, questioning outside of nutrition like walk me through when that questioning started happening? So that that's a great question. So I felt like I had gotten my food in line. I was feeling better. You know, my exercise was on point. And then I started learning more about, you know, what kind of deodorant was I using? And these are things we learned in nutrition school. Um, Oh, okay. So like these outside toxins. I remember one of my nutrition teachers talking about Glade plugins and how they have something called endocrine disruptors. So you talking about this? Yeah, Yeah. your endocrine systems. It's all your hormones. Runs your whole body. And these Glade plugins can actually be disrupting. So we learned a lot about like thyroid health. Our thyroid is really sensitive to all these toxins. Mm -hmm. And so we learned about, you know, filtering your water and using glass. So it was sparked in nutrition school. And then I felt like I just, I needed some time to really get my handle on the food part. And then I was ready to learn about... You, you can't make all these changes at once. Well, that's what I was saying. It's yeah. so overwhelming. That's why I love going to you because you are a one-stop shop. Because it, it, really when you get into it, it's just like CrossFit. Like you kind of know what it is. But then when you get in there, you have Olympic lifting and then the gymnastic movements yeah. and then the nutrition. And, and so each thing deserves its own like schooling. So it's really hard, you know, just as a consumer to know all of the angles. And that's why it's really important to find somebody or get somebody like you and their team because – then it can be like, okay, can you just tell me this? Can you streamline this, you know, six years of schooling and experience into like a 20-minute conversation, which is also very hard, um, harder than CrossFit. But it's, it's, I mean, there's so much to know. So I think you approached it right, like kind of tackling one and then tackling another. And now it's all kind of like this culmination of experience. You can really speak from an authentic, educated and experienced space. Yeah, it's totally overwhelming. And yeah. what what I really try to focus on is giving people these practical solutions. Yeah. Because again, it. I mean, it, you can walk into the store and you're like, well, what do I buy? Yeah. You know, and I get texts like that all the time. My clients will walk into the grocery store or any sort of store and be like, well, now what do I do? So I like to focus on these practical solutions. Okay, this particular product, yes, buy this one. Yeah. And, he, and I find that a lot of times it's easier for people to switch the lotion that they're using or the mascara they're using as opposed to like, switching the foods that they're eating and the thing is is that it's all important yeah one isn't more important than the other so wherever you can make a change is great so I like to meet people where they are but have lots of different tools you know if you're ready let's switch out all your Teflon pans you know let's switch over to plastic or excuse me glass or if you're ready to change your food let's get rid of all these like gross oils that are oils yeah Yeah. it is and that's and that I agree with that like baby steps just like in fitness and anything else or nutrition like you start small and then the more you learn the more you can like adjust um to the next thing and this is kind of also why I love Karen and I's like friendship and or business relationship because on the flip side of that you have what's going on take care of you and then it's like where why is everything in the store is marketing and branding and business and that's kind of my animal um of you know, helping companies come to, come to light and, you know, get into the fitness audience and do this. And it's, 
and if you've listened to my podcast, I've said this probably on every single one, but like if reality is nothing more than perceived or applied meaning, you know, who's creating that? If we're consuming all this digital media all the time and our kiddos are doing it younger and younger and it's it's their reality, there that's why you go into a store and then you naturally are buying Cheetos in this because it's it's what you're exposed to and it's what's available. And those are heavy business and you know marketing relationships. So you need both sides. You need humans, consumers aware and educated to, to shop a different way. And then I really think you need businesses and marketing and branding humans to f- seek out, you know, really good companies that are really trying to do it the right way. And then, um, you know, work to, to spread that message. Cause we're not going to end, you know, all bad things, like all bad companies or all bad oils or like, that's never going to go away. And usually the cheaper it is, the more they have to, to spend on marketing. So it's like this crazy like cycle. Um, and it's a heavy responsibility for people on my side where it's like, don't work with company because they do things a certain way and you know you wouldn't eat it or use it or hire that service. Um, and then people like you really trying to spread the gospel of, again, awareing, building that awareness and education with the consumer so they know how to shop accordingly. Mm-hmm. So ideally at some point with both sides working together, we can filter out some of the crap that's coming into our society, whether it's products or lifestyle or services or whatever. Um so that's first tangent of this podcast, as you know, I tangent. Uh, but it's, well, it's me, important. Yeah, let me say that I personally love consumerism and I love yeah. businesses. I think it's endlessly fascinating and I think it's the American dream, like to take something and build it. So I I wholeheartedly believe in, you know, capitalism and yeah. competing and but as a consumer you have to be responsible for what you're buying. And I think so many people don't take that responsibility in their lives and they just sort of assume things are a certain way but you need to do your own research yeah. and support companies that are doing the right thing and it's got, it's gotten a lot easier there are a lot more companies there are a lot more transparency well social media i think has provided that transparency and our kiddos i think this is just conversations that we didn't grow up having i think mm-hmm. people you know before 1990 <laughs> really believed that companies were doing the right thing and that they were taking care of you and everything was humanely raised and grass-fed and clean and blah 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 and then newsflash you know it's way cheaper if we can do it in styrofoam than if we have it in you know paper bags or whatever. Um, and so like that transparency has caused a lot of, um, awareness to happen. I really think overnight we still have a long way to go, but that, that yin and yang or that positive and negative with social media, like this is the the positive piece of where we can like streamline conversation of like just showing the consumer what's going on. Yeah. You Um, can vote with your dollar. I love that. Absolutely. I want to support this company. I'm going to give you my hard earned money. I don't want to give it to, you know, company B because they're jerks or whatever you know right they're doing all these weird things and or even a company that won't tell you you know I I have clients you know I always tell them to read the, the label on anything that you're buying and if it says you know fragrance if it says natural yeah. flavors call that company and ask them what that is and if they won't tell you then move you on don't to the next buy it. company yeah yeah well, the, the good news is there there are options now, and companies really are accessible like that. <laughs> Slide into their DMs, like you you'd be surprised that they know. And I get our kiddos. That sounds I think daunting to be like I'm not going to call the company like that's yeah. so extra. But our young people will do it, and like they're they will you know if they've got ten dollars, they'll spend six dollars on a green juice that was local versus buying the cheap one that's two bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think our older generations wouldn't because it's just it seems like it's too expensive. But I actually think they are tied to knowing like well I'm not going to do this a because I don't like the company. B, I'm going to feel like crap later and C, like this doesn't fit in with my diet or training or whatever. Like it's, they're just a different, more evolved consumer. Um, But I think everybody is 
catching up and collectively, again, with education and then on the business side, everybody kind of having this balance of doing things a better way and having these conversations of questioning a better way. It's helping these companies that are going out of their way um, thrive. And like it's happening and our consumers are really going out of their way to make it, make the move. Um, did you see, so this is kind of like actually a good segue point, uh, ish. Tell us, so we get into, what was, what was the initial step? Um, did you ever work with like a company like in deodorant, like it was nutrition. And then what was the first step into like questioning a better way or health around outside of food? Yeah. So, um, I was looking for a safer sunscreen to recommend oh, to my, right. yes. okay. my clients. And so there's been a lot of information actually coming out recently about sunscreen. Um, different countries actually banning the the sale of sunscreens with something called oxybenzone because it actually damages the coral reefs. So it's, again, monetary. Right. There's a reason why, you know, it's their tourism. They don't want to destroy it. Um but back in the day, you know, I had learned in nutrition school that you wanted to stay away from these chemical sunscreens, right? It's another toxin on your body. Your skin skin absorbs these harmful chemicals. So you really want to look for a zinc oxide. It's a mineral-based sunscreen. So here in Colorado, right, we need sunscreen all the time. The sun is so strong. And I... Zinc oxide, if you use it back in the day, it's like white, right? Yeah. We used to love it. We'd like use it as like lipstick and then under the eyes, it was the whole thing. So it's a thing, right? People don't want to use it. Um, and then a friend, an old friend from high school, we used to play soccer together, reached out to me and was like, hey, have you heard of this company? It's creating a mineral-based sunscreen um, that's safer for us. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Let me check it out. So I checked it out and I was like, this is great. Because, again, I want to have practical solutions for people. They're not going to wear zinc oxide that's white. Let's yeah. just be honest. I mean, I might if I'm skiing. I just want to be extra. But I'm the outlier, so never <laughs> never factor me into the count. But, yes. Yeah, so along comes this company that's making high-performing products that are also safe. I think that's really where um, – so I'm talking about Beauty Counter, which is a company I decided to work with. They really bridge that gap of we need safer products – but people want high-performing products as well. Yeah. yeah. So sunscreen and then mascara. I, I could never find a mascara that didn't bother my eyes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I use theirs and I... Just get fake lashes. Call it my <laughs> Which is a whole other... I know. I'm obsessed with them. There's, it's probably chemical. It's one of those things. But we'll clean up everything else. These are last to go. <laughs> it's my... Do never... I never wear mascara anymore. It's the they best thing amazing. ever. Thank you, darling. <laughs> Ashley, uh, uh, for your eyes only, check her out. Um... Okay, so sunscreen, mascara, started questioning, mm -hmm. and then what happened? Yeah, so use all their products for a year. Beauty counter. Beauty counter. Okay. So again, um, decided after a year that I would start working with them. They they have a direct sales model, so you can become a consultant and you work with them. It's just any kind of sales job. Yeah. Um, so you get a commission off of what you sell. When did when did Beauty Counter come out? Like when did they start? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I looked it up. <laughs> I mean, I anything six close. Six years ago. Six oh, so it's years. still pretty new. Yeah. So okay. It's a new company. So, and do you want to get, I don't want to interrupt your flow, but do you want to give a little background on Greg, or are you getting there? So Greg Renfrew started Beauty Counter. Yeah. She was in, inspired by the inconvenient truth and really wanted to create, again, safer products that were high performing. Yeah. And you saw her. She's. This is firecracker, super like straight shooter, and has built this company into something 
that is huge. They're actually leading the way in this, what I think is a clean beauty movement. Agreed. Because, I don't know if you, I didn't know this, but they haven't passed a major law governing the personal care industry since 1938. And if you consider how many chemicals that they've created since then, it's kind of mind mind boggling. So things that are on the shelf aren't necessarily tested for safety. They don't have to be before they go to market and you can buy them um, for a lot of reasons which we could go into, but, um, <laughs> marketing. Yeah. And it, people just don't know, like you didn't know that, it, you know, when I growing up using all these Neutrogena and Pantene and all these, not to call people out, but, um, products you just assume are safe. Right. But as we know now, they can't assume anything. You have to take responsibility. And so beauty counter came up with their own standard of safety of, products of ingredients that they will not use because they're harmful or potentially harmful mm-hmm. and the, the other thing about the makeup and personal care industry is that there just isn't a lot of research like yeah. they just don't do any testing well nobody was questioning it until mm-hmm. recently and now and this is kind of what i i was fortunate enough karen invited me to an event they were opening up a retail spot which was big for beauty counter in denver mm-hmm. um and uh i had i knew a little bit about greg and i think i asked you this about before i think she like like super corporate world. I wasn't, I thought she worked for Tommy Hilfiger or somebody mm-hmm. big, yes. like got fired and then got, um, they decided to like break down, break through, start her own company, get into this. And as we just spoke, I love the, we've got to up the awareness and education on the consumer. And then we've got to work on like the marketing branding front, getting the correct humans there. Um, and we have to do something about the government space. Cause like, again, these are major pieces of the puzzle of evoking like long-term major change. Um, really getting companies, holding them accountable. And that, I think that really does start with our, our federal system. Mm-hmm. Um, and to know that, you know, a law had not been passed since when? When did you 1938. say? 1938. 38. Like, that's crazy. Uh, and this is, you know, I don't know what kind of studies are linking, like, over-the-counter products and the daily use of toxins to cancer and dementia and, like, some of this. I mean, it's, it's really, like, crazy, scary stuff. And unfortunately, it still is really new conversation. So I'm going to let you continue, but... Going to see Greg speak, I just it so resonated me with me about her passion. A, she was sick and she still showed up and like gave a good speech. Uh, B, she was very direct and concise in what she was saying. Not how I am. Uh, we'll get there. Uh, and the passion she was bleeding and she was so passionate of the brand and how they operated. She's like, you know, multi-level. She's like, you call it what you want, but this is, we want our people talking about it. like influencer marketing essentially at its base. Um, but then really being passionate about like updating the the federal regulations around stuff and i and that's not something you have to do as a company that's just purely extra time energy and money to do so but like that was like her heart space so i just so appreciated you know the legwork on the back end to really evoke long-term change alongside you know the whole business front um so yeah absolutely and that's what really um attracted me to bd counter is that so their mission is to get safer products into the hands of everyone so that's not necessarily beauty counter products. So right. beauty counter spends a lot of time and energy advocating for stricter regulations on personal care items. And um, to the extent that they're actually going to Washington, D.C. and talking to Congress. And, you know, Greg Rimfrew spoke in front of Congress um, talking about the need for more regulation. You know, most businesses yeah. don't want more regulation, but beauty counter is working towards so you can walk into the store so our kids or you know our whoever in the future can walk into the store and know they're buying something safer 
and it just it it spoke to me because I mean for a lot of reasons obviously as a nutrition consultant I've seen so many people dealing with too many toxins in their life so people coming in with infertility hormone disruption you know cancer you know my, my own father had cancer and so that's really strikes me deep to yeah. think about all these toxins in our life and to see a company started by a woman she is fierce and she is strong and she is doing everything to the best of her ability being super transparent yeah. telling us exactly what's in the products and that's just something new and that advocacy piece is just so important to me. Yeah. Well, I, I and I think that, you know, in a modern um, day marketing world, you know, TV, you can never underestimate the power of TV. Hence, you on The Bachelor and all of a sudden you have a million followers and you're slanging God knows what. But um, for my educated consumers out there, I think you, you know, you you go to your, the humans in your world. Like I do you and say, okay, what, where do you get your hair done? What kind of nail polish should I use? What do you what do you think about this new quinoa or whatever the hell it is? You go to your immediate circle. And that's why I really do think if you can have responsible advocates or, you know, if it's multi-level marketing or whatever, I think the new way our young people, the way they shop, it, YouTubing it, you know, doing their digital kind of search. But then, again, asking the humans around them. They're, they're key community influencers, their teachers, their coaches, their best friends, their parents, their sisters, whatever, um, on what's going on. And that's why I think the power of that model really thrives and it's, 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 it's still new age. Like it's still kind of evolving. Um, but it's, I mean, again, it's influencer marketing, marketing at its core. Mm -hmm. And there's such responsibility on behalf of those people that are selling those things because your consumer is right in front of you asking questions. So there really is a purity there, um, that I don't think otherwise people stereotype around that model, but really if you pull it apart, that's, I mean, it's one-to-one, -one. like you are in front of the consumer, they're asking you questions. It's nothing like a retail situation. Um, and that's powerful. And I applaud our salespeople for taking on that responsibility because you know you're going to get heavy hit with it. Mm -hmm. um, and you've got, you know, X amount of years of experience, a couple degrees, certification. I mean, you've got all this knowledge to back it up versus you walk into Ulta and it's a 19-year-old, and this was probably me, being like, you know, should I buy this dry shampoo? Yeah, man, it's on sale. Well, can you tell me anything about it? Nah. All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're just kind of like out there. And our kiddos will be like, well, is this going to give me cancer? And it's like, okay. And that sounds far stretched, but like, that's like our young maybe, people now. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, okay. So, and I like that you, you took your time with Beauty Counter because you didn't get in because you're, I remember you saying your friend introduced it to you and you're like, I'm, I'm pretty passionate about the company, but I'm not going to sell it or anything. And then it was like a year later, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. So it was, yeah, there's a lot of stigma around this MLMs and Beauty Counter, they call themselves a direct sales model um, and so like you're saying it's Greg wanted to set up something where it's friends talking to friends yeah. and telling a story and that's the best way to sell something because you trust your friends you're like yep. oh, just what you just said like what are you using I love that and so um, I didn't want to sell anything it, it's an interesting concept right you don't want some people are like I don't want to be a salesman yeah. um, and to me it wasn't a question of what I was selling people were asking me yeah I need a shampoo I need a sunscreen what what do you recommend well I think people were they trusted you anyways because they saw you living the life knew your accolades or credentials blah 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 or just were friends with you and it was you know all of our humans that kind of want to live a better way as best we can mm -hmm. I think it's such a perfect setup because you we'd go to you anyways yeah and I'm I felt really lucky to have found this company that I could feel really good about recommending because there weren't yeah. there wasn't a lot out there 
in particular with makeup, you know, that I could feel confident about recommending. And once I did my research on the company and saw, you know, every single ingredient, there's a reason why they use it and they tell you why. And the whole company is transparent and they're also, you know, advocating. I was like, wow, I feel really lucky to have found them. And I feel honored to tell people about it. I know that sounds yeah. weird. Um, no, that's it, how everybody should speak on behalf of the company they're working with. 100%. Just, yeah, I absolutely love it. And I felt like, oh, finally, I have a tool to give people because I could help them with their food and tell them, you know, they need to work out, but um, to actually also be able to give them a safer makeup. Yeah. I mean, I felt great about that. And it's been a really great side revenue stream for me as it, you know, side note, as a nutritionist, it's hard, right, to yeah. um, make it all work. And this was a really um, natural and um, lovely way to make some extra money for sure. And now moving forward, I would just, I just would love to do it more and more and more and yeah. get the word out there. Well, and I, I think that's so, I mean, if anybody can come to a company and be like, finally, this is it. <laughs> I think I'm yet to say that outside of my own consulting setup, K Alliance. Uh, it's, I've, I've loved every partner I've ever worked with, but there's always kind of like that caveat around it. Even when you're someone like us, where you really do your research and you filter through and it's just kind of like, most situations just aren't perfect and that's just what it is. Um, so I love hearing about, you know, you've already got, again, the accolades, you've done the work, and now this is just an answer to questions you're already getting anyways. Yeah. So it's a, a perfect one-two punch. And, you you know, again, the nutrition, now you and it can be quick answers. So people don't have to be like, you know, tell me about, you know, the 1939 last law and then why would it sort of just like, bitch, what blush do I wear? Like, yeah. hook me up with whatever it is and that's okay. So if you can just be like, I've done the research, here you go. That's awesome because I get that on the consulting side. Most of the time, I could bore them with a bunch of details, but yeah. like, just tell me what to do. I'm like, exactly. Okay. That's what people want. Yeah. Um, and with the blush, you know, those color cosmetics, you know, Beauty Counter does testing on every single batch, you know, and that's something that other companies just don't do. Those color cosmetics can yeah. be really high in um, heavy metals. Um, which can be damaging to your health. So they do making sure the range is in the right. They're, they're just doing things that most companies don't do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing I wanted to bring out, because I, I always like text Karen when I see Beauty Counter getting love on national shows. So it's kind of like body, body positivity has now become almost like, it's like influencer. It's almost like cliche because it's now in mainstream. And it, obviously it's a critical piece of conversation. And I think clean beauty is kind of getting there, which is great. Like I love to see things kind of get to the cliche side because then I know a bunch of people like we're aware. Um, but I've seen Beauty Counter a few times on the Today Show. My spiritual and cultural advisor, uh, Hoda and Jenna. Um, it's, and they're starting to highlight, and they like skim over the conversation, but it's good. Like I'm so glad that it's like we're in mainstream and highlighting, you know, a, a fraction of what you just said. Um, but it's it's mainstream conversation. Can you tell us, or have you seen the growth like, because of some of these mainstream outlets paying attention, like how that growth has impacted you guys? Have you seen company shifts? Like how is it as things expand? Yes, absolutely. So in 2018, Beauty Counter was the number one Googled beauty oh, brand. Seriously? Okay. Yeah. So people want it. People are yeah. looking for it. They're questioning, what do I need to pay attention to this? Yeah. And the Beauty Counter has been working with um, like the Safer Salon bill that passed out in California. Tell us about that. I so, actually don't know about this. Yeah. So salon products, they don't have to list the ingredients. Okay. Them. I don't know. I didn't know that. And so salon workers tend to be exposed to a really high amount yeah. of harmful chemicals and so beauty counter was working 
to get that bill passed, and it did out in, out in California. <laughs> California land of laws. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so magazines, the Today Show, I mean, Greg gets so many awards. It's just, um, it's really, really inspiring yeah. to see that people are paying attention now. Yeah. And yes, to get it to the, the point on the Today Show where you're saying, kind of cliche, but um, is really, really, it shows the hard work. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the, the company is holding up to this standard, even though they've becoming more and more popular, is also super inspiring. Yeah. They're not... They're not, you know, cutting corners and they're not backing down. Which they're, a lot of companies will. The big, and sometimes it's companies do it because they have to because you can't – not everything is scalable, and this is a much larger conversation, no pun intended, but it's not – you. Some, the bigger you get, sometimes you need bigger distributors yeah. and you cut corners and, like – so it, I, that that was kind of my roundabout way of asking, like, as it grows, have we been able to remain true, essentially? Mm-hmm. As far as I know, and I'm actually – I'm going out to the conference in March, so the Beauty Counter Conference. Okay. So um, – the other thing about Beauty Counter is they just, they're branding. I know. Yeah, I'm here for it. Oh, I told you that right it. away. Yeah, I love it. It's beautiful. It's aesthetically pleasing. And um, their conferences are the same way. It's really, really well done. So, and then I'll get to hear, you know, some more information about where the company's going and all of that. So I'll be excited to hear what's next for them. But they're just always working on something yeah. I was telling you about. Um, they just recently have been um, talking about the mica. So mica yes. is like the sparkly stuff in your makeup. and um, It comes from Africa, right? I'm not exactly I sure. I saw the 2020 yeah. episode. If anyone Googles this, I always have somebody call in. At some point, I want to have a live show. But anyways, um, somebody call in in my mind. Uh, there was a special on 2020 that you can check out um, that shows these little kids, and I'm going to give you ill information right now, but uh, or not 100% correct, but young kids, like, I mean, I'm going to say like 3 to 12, that spend all day going into like these little mines, bringing out the mica, and then like bringing it to like someone that buys it, and then they distribute it's a, You look at it, it's it's pretty brutal. And it was just on 2020, I want to say like six months ago, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, so Beauty Counter is working to actually... This is Karen's baby right Sorry. now. It's okay, Ginger. We see you beautiful. It's okay. <laughs> we got a couple of uh, healer cattle dogs in the house that have a lot to say. I don't know where they learned it. Ginger's very chatty. <laughs> so tell us about the mic. All, oh, Ginger's all distracting me. So, um, so they're working to actually trace where all of the mica they're using is coming from. So okay. it is because it comes source. from like two or three main mm-hmm. sources. I think I'll have to rewatch this whole documentary. But yeah. if you watch it, it'll make you change the way you purchase. Absolutely. And so you know they saw a problem, an issue, and now they're trying to solve it. And to me. That's integrity. What is, not to what is the mica in? It's in any, like, eyeshadow. Okay, so any, like, powder makeup, essentially. Anything that has a little bit of shimmer to it. Oh, that's what it, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, because even watching the documentary, I didn't fully understand. I knew it was in the beauty industry, but I didn't know exactly, like, what it was, but now I got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so to me, that's integrity, right? They saw an issue, and they're trying to solve it. Okay. And again, this isn't something that they have to do. And and that's why I, anytime I'm working on the other side, I so appreciate businesses going the extra mile because it costs them hundreds of thousands of dollars in man hours and all kinds of stuff. So it's not just about the bottom line, which ironically, I think really will fuel their bottom line as a consumer becomes more and more educated and aware. They'll go out of their way as they're saying, you know, young millennial that will spend $8 on a juice versus two. Um, that's where our consumers are going. So I, I don't even think it's a business agenda, but I do think it'll serve them long term. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it's exciting to hear that they do actually care. They don't have to care, and they are trying to make the world a better place, literally, mm-hmm. um, instead of just purchase it. So Yeah, and they're also a certified B Corporation. Oh, yes. Um, I was shocked. We, you were the first one that had told me about this, and I couldn't believe I didn't understand what certified B Corporation meant. Um, tell us a little bit about that. So it's a certification businesses can get. It's, super, it's a very rigorous process, actually. And um, it's basically a company that's putting people, profit, and the planet on the same level. So they have certain practices that um, support their employees. They do specific, like, environmental... um, Responsibilities or checkpoints or what uh, have you. Yeah. And so companies like Patagonia is a big one. Um, Belgian Brewing Company is actually certified. Oh, they just sold all their employees. Like, they were employee-owned, cashed out. Oh, man. Congrats. Yeah, but anyways. So across the board, all different kinds of businesses... Um, dang food. I just was eating their, um... Oh, I love them. The coconut chips yeah. and all the, um, like, what are they, corn puff things? Rice puff, yeah. Like, he- yeah, healthy Cheetos, yeah, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Um, so if you flip over any sort of product, there'll be a little label on the back. Oh. And to me, it's just a way to sort of navigate, oh, is this a company I want to support? Yeah. Um, oh, it's certified B. It makes me want to buy something. Yeah. Um, because I know that they're not destroying the planet or and they're treating their employees right and mm-hmm. things like that. So... Um, you know, things like at the headquarters in Santa Monica for Beauty Counter, they have certain practices like, you know, different uh, recycling and all of that kind of stuff. And so the companies have to go through a rigorous screening process to become certified. Okay. And again, that's something that you don't have to do. Right. And I didn't know about it either. And now I use it as kind of a guiding light. To yeah. What sort of companies do I want to... Well, and that's huge because, like, again, it's so overwhelming to know all this stuff. And even if you know, you know, nutrition and what have you, then it's like, okay, consumer packaged goods. So now that there are, you know, some of these filters that can streamline that conversation for consumers, that's amazing. So what is the logo? Is it like a little B on the back? Yeah, it's like a black circle with a B. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I, I have some one. Dang, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, look that up, Google that. And um, another, I think, really awesome tool that this came up when we, we went and saw Greg speak at their retail situation down here in Denver um, was the documentary Stink. Mm-hmm. Um, S-T-I-N-K. I, I'm a huge fan of documentaries. I've also talked a lot about that because it just, again, you get service level, but you get like seeds planted into heavier topics and you at least know a little bit about a lot. And I think that was a phenomenal documentary of a man that bought uh, pajamas for his kiddos. And he talked about this whole loophole around fragrance on a label and how there's no regulation with fragrance. So fragrance, so that can be anything. And how, you know, entrance conversation to endocrine system and how and why these toxins are really, really disrupting our lives more than we think, and long-term how it can really be, you know, causing cancer and some of this, like, really awful stuff. Um, And all parents want to do is protect their kids. So I think the way that they use that lens of protecting young people in pajamas uh, was really well done, and it kind of explains this conversation, I think, in a documentary really, really well, Mm -hmm. Um, and why it's so important. I think, I mean, you did a great job explaining on why all this matters, then if you watch the documentary, you can be like, holy shit, it will really inspire you to make some changes. Absolutely. Um, is there anything outside, uh, alongside B Corporation, is there anything else like regulation-wise that we can look for as consumers that can kind of help guide that post? Or is, is there anything yet in beauty industry? I mean, outside of companies that are literally transparent? That's it. Like another counter? great question because a lot of the sort of labels and certifications, some, some are helpful. Oops. 
I ran into my mic. Some are helpful, some aren't, and some, like, you'll see, like, a green label, like, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, and we have, uh, Lindsay Dahl is the beauty counter um, head of um, social responsibility, and um, it's beauty counter nerd. She's on Instagram, and she does a really great job of walking us through, like, different labels and stuff, and on okay. beauty counter... Dot com they kind of walk you through different labels like we were recently certified leaping bunny oh right? i've never so even heard of that what's leaping bunny uh, so you're not <laughs> i like it testing on animals oh okay yeah so that's one that we just recently got that's something you can look for if that's something you okay know, that speaks to you um other than that i gosh off the top of my head i can't remember yeah some of them don't really mean what you think they mean well that's and the reason i ask and i know you can speak to this is like uh organic versus um uh, naturally raised or whatever. I mean, some of those, I mean, do you want to lean into any of that conversation on those labels? Like what to do? <laughs> I know that's a long one. <laughs> With food. Yeah. Yeah. Is it worth buying organic? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> did I just open up a whole other podcast? <laughs> yes. It's definitely worth buying organic. So that's sort of like a big blanket statement. Yeah. That being said, it's not necessarily – if something is not labeled organic, that doesn't mean that it's not raised organically. Okay. Um, so companies have to pay a lot of money to be certified organic. So um, really the best thing you can do is know where your food comes from and actually talk to the rancher or the farmer. I know that's not really something most people do these days. Right. And ask them, how do you raise your vegetables? How do you raise your animals? And, you know, look them in the eye yeah. and see it. Because they may, may not have a certification. So that being said, in the grocery store, yes, organic usually has less pesticides, right? So you're not exposed to those toxins. Um, I always recommend, like, the Dirty Dozen list, if yeah. you've heard of that. So there are particular fruits and vegetables that are more heavily sprayed, like strawberries. Oh, strawberries okay. are something that I would always buy organic. Okay. Um, as opposed to something like an avocado, which has that sort of harder outer shell, so it, it's not as important to buy organic. Um, but then there's also like, well, where is it coming from? Is Was it right. shipped from wherever, you know, thousands of miles away? Then you have to kind of consider, um, you know, that environmental impact. Right. Which is why buying local is always best. It's going to be more yeah. nutritious, one, because it hasn't been shipped across the country. Two, you're supporting your local economy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And three, it most likely has less, you know, it probably was raised organically with less pesticides. Well, and just to circle it back to even um, the beauty, I think <laughs> Ginger wants, hey, girlfriend, we see you. I know, little cutie. Um, we see, I, or something that I like, where this aligns with the beauty is going into like, I mean, natural grocers or maybe thrive where you can, there's some sort of filter. And I'd love to hear your opinion on both of those, some sort of filter around, um, or them being the filter. And you can walk in as a consumer. I mean, like I trust this store. I know they're not going to carry any crap on their shelves and some, like I, I know sprouts kind of presents organic, but they're not necessarily natural grocers in from what I've seen have, have done a phenomenal job really being picky on who they bring in. And I think they're local to Colorado actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but is there any retailer that, you know, that almost, streamlines that because they sell beauty products they sell food they sell uh baby products dog products i mean is that is there any one retailer you really like that can kind of filter all of those things i love both of those guys so thrive and natural yeah, okay so thrive market um is an online retailer i always say it's kind of like if whole foods and costco got together so you pay like an annual fee 
Um, oh, I didn't even, I've you, never used them. Okay. Yeah, but you can shop by your values. So they have like non-GMO, um, organic, you can shop by your diet, like paleo, gluten-free, oh. things like that. And um, they bring in a certain quality of food. So I always recommend Thrive Market. Okay. And it's less expensive. Okay. That being said, you do still need to read the label on everything. Because yeah. there are certain things that maybe you want to avoid that not everybody cares about. Um, there's still all those uh, beauty care products that still have fragrance in them. Yeah. Which may not be bad, but it could be something harmful. Um, so it's always important, again, to read the label. Uh, natural Grocers only carries like pasture-raised dairy, mm-hmm. um, so I always recommend them if you do do dairy, um, pasture-raised, better for the animals, better for your health. Better for everything. Yeah. Um, I love that. They have certain standards mm-hmm. that they have. I mean, the store is funny. It's like, it always has that certain smell. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. yeah. It's If you've ever been to Boulder, it's like you're walking into yeah. Boulder every time, which I love you, Boulder, yeah. but it's like you a natural. Pop, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, health, what you think of like a health food store. Yeah. Um, but they have really great products. That's where I shop primarily. Yeah. Um, you know, I wonder if they buy like hippie fragrance to like smell just so they're like brand consistent. Like, I don't know how they do it across all boundaries. They all smell the same. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. It's not bad. It's, I mean, again, if anything, it's, you go there and you know, like you can just, if you're walking into a room blindfolded, you're like, oh, we're here. Yeah, totally. It's organic. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, but I like that question because you're like, well, can I just go somewhere and know that they have yeah. certain uh, standards? I mean, Whole Foods does have certain standards, but not as rigorous as like natural grocers or yeah. Thrive. Um, so. I just think there's, I mean, there's just so much to know. I love that anytime you can trust something a little bit. I completely agree. Like we got to be responsible with consumers and aware of what we're consuming, particularly for parents or dog moms or whatever, if we're responsible for fueling something else. Um, it's a big deal. And if you can, you know, then at least go, then now I've filtered out a bunch going to the right retailer. Now I've streamlined process a little bit. Um, and these guys have some, you know, basic beauty counter stuff, uh, or I'm sorry, basic beauty options. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are, you know, really getting into it, really care, go to a consultant that really wants to know specifically about this. And if you need nutrition and if you need beauty, you can hit up Karen, <laughs> streamline that. Um, but I just love that, you know, it's becoming relevant enough in our society. Where we're starting to see mass retailers come out and, you know, natural deodorants become that are in Target and mm-hmm. um, it's, it's becoming a thing. So you have obviously been ahead of the game for a while, but Beauty Can are getting it. I think they're ahead of the game. I think it's it's going to be huge over the next 10, you know, 15, 20 years. I totally agree. And what's cool about Beauty Counter is they also do partnerships with other safer beauty brands. Oh, I didn't know this. Okay, yeah, tell us so, a little about this. Um, like I learned about Fleur. It's like a perfume company, like a safer perfume company through Beauty Counter. Okay. And they'll like um, partnering with Goop and things like that or a brand that I always, I don't know how to say it. It's R-A-H-U-A. It's like a, they have shampoos. Rura? Rura? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm the worst at that. Yeah. Um, so okay. they also support other safer beauty brands. Yes. You know, I love Counter that. Because Beauty Counter has tons of products, but it may not be exactly what you need. You yeah. know, they don't have like a dry shampoo or something, which I'll get from like Primally Pure, which is where I also get oh, good. deodorant. Noted. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so... It's like there's enough room for everybody, and yeah. I just love that the companies support each other. I think that's yeah. so important. 
Oh, I think, I mean, we talk about this. We've done a multitude of business angles together as long as I being friends and training together, just living life. Um, that sense of community and working together, there's plenty to go around. And you can't really be a master of all things. So, you know, if maybe like shampoo isn't their jam, which I know they do have shampoos or, or whatever, mm -hmm. and you can outsource that with somebody else you trust. And again, satisfy the consumer, like make the road easier. Um, I think that's... It might be like a short-term loss in a sale, but long-term gain in gaining a consumer for life and their trust. And um, knowing that in a transparent world or an ever-growing more trans... A world becoming ever more transparent. We're getting more transparent at their long and short. Um, we haven't even had tequila this morning. Maybe that's the problem. Um, there's that accountability out there. So to know they're doing it the right way from the get-go is really, really huge. Um, and long-term, I think, great business play, even though I know that's not the major agenda. Um, okay, so we will wrap up, but Karen, tell us, well, really quick, tell us what's on next on the agenda for you personally, professionally, beauty counter wise, hit us with the deets. Yeah. So as I said, I'm going to the big conference in March. I'm okay. super excited about Where's that? that. It's in San Francisco. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So I to see my sister and I'm going to see my niece and nephew. It's going to be their yes. 10th birthday. Oh, so, big thing. Yeah. Double digits. <laughs> okay. So I'll get to hear like kind of the future. I know Beauty Counter, um, so they have a store here in Denver. Okay. So you can buy them online, but you can also go to the store and buy um, New York City, Denver. I've heard a rumor about maybe in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just gonna. I really. I mean, I think the retail situation is awesome. But hit up your consultants. Um, obviously, I'm biased because Karen's a friend. But I think it's so awesome to have a, a body there that you can ask questions. You don't need to ask me about all the laws and everything, but really just ask some questions on the why. And I think that will change at least for your first experience. Like holler at a human and get some intel on on all of this because it's it's an awesome avenue they provide. So, anyways. Karen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and at the store, you can still shop with your consultant. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. think that first thing is so important because I don't think people know how big of a deal it really is. Yeah. So there's That's my That's what I'm PSA. here for. Yeah. Answer all your questions. Make recommendations. Ginger. Shush. It's okay. We see you, cutie girl. <laughs> so I, I really want to grow a team, right? Yeah. So um, get more people. Right now? I have three right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's something you don't have to do it. It's just something that I really looking forward to. I want to be a leader. I want to yeah. help people grow their own businesses and um, have that sort of financial stability. Um, I really, I love helping people grow their businesses. Yeah. So that's something I'm working towards. And um, Chris and I work in a way at our business. Uh, you want to name drop? <laughs> Advanced Spine Rehab Center. Yes. On Colorado and Louisiana. Let me know if you need some help. Yeah. So we do chiropractic care and nutrition. We also just got a massage therapist. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So a whole wellness yeah. center, if you will. Yeah. And um, that's about it. Awesome. I mean, that's still a lot. But um, yes, I get genuine endorsement on Chris. I've actually gone to for chiropractic. I'm not training as much, knock on wood. So but I got to get back into like the whole, we took some time off and now we're getting back into the whole lifestyle. Uh, let's, you know. I don't even want to say detox, but just um, we're jumping back in the game on all levels. Uh, but uh, awesome chiropractic biz. Absolutely love the whole approach that you guys can bring to the table because it's like, well, your back's sore and it's like you roll in with like a bag of Cheetos and a big gulp and you're like, <laughs> okay, well, this might be why. So then they can talk about, you know, the nutrition and inflammatories and, yes. you know, then food and makeup and all of it. So they bring a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table. And that is very hard in the wellness space to, again, that lack of transparency. Um, but I give warm endorsement, just good humans out there. And they've got a wonderful little animal ginger that's here. 
gracing us with her voice. Um, Karen, how do people get a hold of you? Where do we find you at? Social, email, whatever you want to share. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, Karen's Clean Living. Yes. Uh, my website is goprimalbykaren.com. And then our office is Advanced Spine Rehab Center. Oh. I'll, and I'll tag all of these. Um, but everyone, they're down to reach out to you, slide into DMs, give you a call. You have your phone numbers on something, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Okay. Call okay. me, text me, email me, okay. DM me. All the all things. Those- <laughs> Send the bat signal to Karen. Um, she is. She And I have literally, I think I've called. I've said, We've sat down for like an hour. I think in training, I was like sick all the time and whole other combo. But um, I was like, we need to break down the nutrition and the sleep. And, and Karen like helped me through a lot. So um, again, genuine warm endorsement there. But uh, I'm excited to hear about maybe, you know, like six months or so. I see this a lot on cast, like maybe to recheck in on where the business is at because I know you've been in now for what, three years? Yeah, three okay. years in February. Okay, so three years. And so to even now that it's getting the mainstream exposure, um, to know where it's going to be three years from now, I kind of can't wait to hear. I'm stoked next. too. I love it. A clean beauty movement. It's so much fun. Yeah, I love being a part of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, check out Karen. Hit her up on any social. Um one of our dogs definitely just passed gas. So we're, we're giving a shot. We're keeping this, you and I and three dogs in the house right now. We like keep it real. Stinky. Yeah, we keep it real. It's a good tequila. Um, speaking of clean beauty, <laughs> we need an air filter in here. Um, but thank you for taking time out of your oh, day. so good to see you. Yes, I so appreciate our friendship and um, having somebody you in my world that I can come back to and be like, all right, I'm not feeling well or what's going mm-hmm. on in life and... Uh, I don't know. So another piece of that wellness I've always talked about is keeping good humans in your world. And so I appreciate you being thank in this you. world. And I love your podcast. Yay. Yes. Thank you. So interesting. I never know what we're going to get you know, oh, week after that's... week. And all the people are so interesting. <laughs> I love listening. So You know, you're going to get tangents and uh, facts that are about 60% true. So. Well, I like it because I don't get to see you all the time. I know. I can actually hear your voice. I'm like, uh, oh, oh I'm glad somebody likes my voice. <laughs> Hearing them back, I'm just like, oh. This is what people are listening to. Okay, it is, yeah. Um, But I appreciate you, and we'll definitely check back in. Please holler at Karen. Even if you have just simple questions, um, her door's open. She's always been gracious enough to entertain all my crazy shit. So (laughs) thank you, and we'll wrap again soon. It's been too too much time in between. For sure. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.